Want ideas to grow your ministry and engage your supporters? Coming to you from QT4CM.org. This is the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. And here's your host, David Allen. Hello, friends. Today we are going to talk about short-term mission trips. You're going to hear advice from two experts on security issues for group travel and on long-term engagement after a short-term mission trip. I've asked these two experts to respond to this voice message we received from George, who's ministering in Brazil. This is George in Brazil. I'd like to hear about good resources with advice about safety and security for groups coming out on short-term mission trips. Oh, and another thing I'd like to hear on your podcast. What are some advice on how do we engage these short-term mission tourists to become long-term donors? They take a lot of our time, and most we never hear from again after. Okay, first up, we're going to benefit from the advice of a very experienced international security expert. Okay, uh, I'd like to respond to the first of those good questions from George. You heard him ask about advice on safety and security for groups going out on short-term mission trips. My experience in the security sector has given me a good appreciation for planning, Those groups that literally wing it on international trips put themselves in harm's way without proper preparation. God gave us brains to think and plan. Let's use the gifts God has given us. Safety should always be a priority in your preparation process when traveling to places your group is not familiar with. So, I have five easy and practical recommendations for those of you planning a team mission trip to another country. These five tips will increase your mission team's safety and help your team members enjoy their ministry experience. Here's the first tip. Assign responsibility for security planning and briefing to a member of your mission team. This person should research security issues in each of the locations you'll be visiting. Then in your planning meetings in the months before your trip, He or she should brief team members on safety issues and what to do in emergency situations. Remember that safety issues include theft, loss of valuables and travel documents, medical emergencies, accidents, getting lost, abduction, civil strife, as well as physical violence. Sources for this security research should primarily be local contacts you'll be partnering with, and the consular websites of embassies, and not just Grandma Google who knows everything. Your mission team's security person should also be tasked with developing contingency plans for possible disruption of each segment of your itinerary. Emergency preparedness should include a muster station meeting point at each waypoint of the trip, so that each team member knows where and how to get to if they get separated from the group. Also consider communication protocols, including regular check-ins if members of the mission team are working at different locations. Each team member should be given the address and phone details of a local contact in case they are separated from the group and get into difficulty. Here is one of my frustrations dealing with international professionals on an overseas trip who forget to use their God-given ability to plan. You probably have also heard these crises stories of those travellers with medical conditions who forget or ignore their asthma, blood pressure, diabetes, mental health or other medication. 
If you are leading a travel group, be prepared for this. It happens too often. The ministry team's security person should request a clarity statement on medical conditions from each of your team members before departure. Insist that a copy of medical prescriptions should be given to the team leader, and please give instructions to all team members on how to handle their colleague's medical condition if there is a health emergency. Here is my second tip. Assign responsibility for host country research and briefing to a member of your mission team. Knowledge about the destination country of your mission trip plays a major role in ensuring the safety of your team traveling in the areas they plan to visit. What health precautions and inoculations will your team members need to take? How about travel documents and visas? Can credit cards be used or only cash? How do you get local currency? What is the electrical service offered and type of plug needed? Should you take mosquito nets? Is it safe to drink tap water? What clothing will best suit the environment and culture? How can a local pay-as-you-go SIM card be purchased for a mobile phone? Is there Wi-Fi available at the guest houses? Keep in mind that countries are different when it comes to culture. Some countries are conservative socially and they require people to follow certain dress codes and social behaviours. Consider having your team purchase some appropriate items of clothing locally when they arrive. This helps your team blend in with the local public and signals that you are familiar with the country and you are not a tourist. Ensure that you familiarise yourself with the customs and laws of the place you plan on visiting because ignorance of these expectations excuses no one, not even well-meaning Christian service workers. Okay, for my third tip. Assign responsibility for travel planning and briefing to a member of your mission team. Remember that the cheapest fare is not always the best approach to getting somewhere. Avoid multiple carriers to getting to the destination. You don't want team members to be delayed and luggage lost if they miss a connection. Some of those connecting airport stopovers can be brutal, especially if you haven't slept well in the past 24 hours. Why do that to yourself for the sake of saving a few hundred dollars? And you want your team to arrive rested and in good spirits, don't you? If possible, have your mission team members arrive on the same flight at destination so that clearing customs and onward arrangements can be made as a group. Arrange lodging and local transport with your partners before the team arrives. The team travel planner should also help each member prepare a leave-behind pack that they will give to a key contact at home. The pack would include a copy of their itinerary and tickets, contact information at each location in case of emergency, and photocopies of their prescriptions, passport, credit cards, and any other ID that might get stolen and need to be reported. My fourth tip. Assign responsibility for pastoral care to a member of your mission team. International travel and transition to new cultures and ways of living will be stressful for your team. Assume that individuals will have personal crises and that conflict will arise amongst your team members. Just plan for it. It will happen. It always does. A pastoral care person on your mission team with experience in listening and counselling could be the safe go-to person for team members to resolve these issues. Also, 
Plan to hold regular 10-minute stand-up meetings to brief before and debrief after a site visit. Ask each person if they have unresolved issues or concerns about the visit or their state of well-being. And before the trip in your planning process, decide as a group what the policy will be and what conditions will trigger the need to encourage a troubled member to leave the mission and go home early. And here is my last tip. Encourage your team members to jointly decide how to handle photography and social media during the mission trip. Imagine a situation on your trip where your team is visiting a local partner and each team member pulls out their camera or phone to snap photos and videos at the same time. Is that the impression your mission team wants to leave with your host partner? It also advertises first world wealth and first world insensitivity to bystanders and criminals who may be observing. Before you go on the trip, discuss this as a team and try to assign one or two people to be the group photographers. And be sensitive to your local partners. Ensure that they secure the permission of those they photograph. And, very important, discuss with your mission team members the dangers of posting personal and travel information on their public social media accounts. Inconsiderate social media posts could also endanger relations with partners. For safety reasons alone, encourage your mission team to delay posting status updates until after the trip or at least until after the team has left a location. You don't want to help criminals easily locate you and know where you'll be next. Okay, those are my five recommendations for planning short-term mission trips. Please discuss these together as a group and prepare for any circumstance you might encounter. It is worth it so you can be effective and have a fulfilling adventure and come home safe. Thanks for that advice. Okay, let's get Mark Crocker on the line to respond to George's second question. Mark is the director of stmleader.com and provides training to short-term mission leaders. You'll remember that we had Mark talk to us on episode four about the value of short-term mission. Mark, uh, just to refresh, here is George's second question about encouraging longer-term engagement from short-term mission trippers. Oh, and uh, another thing I'd like to hear on your podcast. What are some advice on how do we engage these short-term mission tourists to become long-term donors? They take a lot of our time, and most we never hear from again after. Yeah, volunteers, volunteerists. I've heard lots of different words to describe the people that are heading overseas and trying to make a difference. Um, I think it really comes back to my assertion that mission is relationship. And I support my friends. I want to be part of their lives. I want to hear what they're doing. I want them to succeed. And if I can share advice, if I can share emotional support, and yes, even finances at times, I'll want to do that. And, but that happens in relationship. And I find sometimes that if a long-term missionary or a host on the ground is looking for a donor, then they bought into mission as an exchange. And unfortunately, this lifetime of thinking about mission through this lens has meant that missionary hosts, uh, nationals on the ground, have bought into short-term mission simply as support and exchange. I, I think about a story I heard of two missionaries walking down the street. One gets a phone call and his buddy overhears half of the call saying, when are you coming? How many people? Prison ministry, hey? 
And uh, he, he agrees, but then he hangs up on the call, and, and his friend asks him, what's that all about? He says, well, I've got a, a, a team that wants to come and do some short-term mission in, in our community, and they want to come and do sh- prison ministry. And his friend says, well, you don't do prison ministry. He says, I know, but it's a, it's a donor church. And sometimes I think that the problem with this exchange is that even the missionary on the ground, even the host on the ground, is just saying yes to whatever activity that the visitor wants to do. And I think that's, a, that's not helpful. I think we've been looking through the lens of short-term mission through a single lens for a long period of time. I call it the unholy trinity. Interesting. The unholy trinity to me is the three C's of short-term mission. These are the only three things that short-term missions can do. And, you know, they're children, crusades, and construction. You know, that's, and that's it. You know, mm-hmm. If we don't do that, then we don't have a place for you. And I've heard too many hosts say, well, I, don't, I can't bring a team in because I don't have a building to build. And this is unfortunate because it's led to the commodification of mission, ministry or of mission and short-term mission in this way. Mm-hmm. It's led to us... Uh, telling a very single story. You know, the team comes in, they're the hero, they raise the funds, they bring in the stuff, they do the things, they go back home and they share the story of what they've achieved. You know, we know the story, isn't it? They go back and and they share the exact same thing all the time. Well, those people were so poor, but they were so happy. They did so much with so little. I went and I gave and I did and I shared and they were so grateful. I'm wondering if we just need to flip that script. Instead of our celebration of our own success there. Well, what if we were asking people on mission to commit to more? And maybe we need to ask our host to commit to more as well. Because teams and churches are very interested in making a difference. They don't want to do projects that don't make a difference. They want to be in relationship. And so if a host is concerned that we don't have the long-term relationship that's going to allow them to have the funds, then I challenge them to consider what of the critical thinking of their projects that they understand of who they are, that they can bring in a short-term team to help them move their yardsticks forward on what it is that they are long-term engaged in in the community. And so I, I, do, a, I do a free host course on that at stmleader.com. And it's all about helping a host to deepen that relationship with the team and really to work through those questions. Because I, th- I believe it's important that hosts can continue that relationship with the, with the team afterwards. I do believe it's important that the host should be able to ask for the finances to continue their work on the ground. But if we're doing so just because we're inviting a short-term team to come in here, that's not relationship. That's often just an exchange, a commodification of the trip. Thank you, Mark, for joining us. We have just a few minutes left, and while you're on the line, do you have any other final advice to Christians who are considering a short-term mission assignment? Well, first, I do appreciate the time with you today. I I love thinking about these issues. I write often on them, and you can have a look at my blog posts if you're interested. Uh, There's one that stands out to a lot of people. It's a bit of a tongue-in-cheek article I wrote about Africa being my favorite country, and uh, there were some reactions to that uh, I think you might enjoy. But I, I believe mission matters now more than ever. I mean, the world is smaller in lots of different ways, of course. There's our neighbors that are on the news that can be a continent away. But, but again, knowing about someone is not the same as knowing them. And it's time for us to go, to meet others, to engage in the relationship that's mission. And so if you're thinking about personally participating, I say, yes, let me help. I run this online course for leaders across Canada and the U.S. to help you prepare for mission. 
And if it's your first or your 41st time, uh, all good leaders know that we all have something to learn. And so I help with your, your personal professional development and mission. Uh, other leaders have told me that there's only two regrets that they have from the course. Number one is that they should have taken it years ago. And number two, uh, they just had no idea that there was so much to, to learn. And so jump aboard and join the cohort. I'd love to be able to, to meet you, connect with you on Skype, and uh, talk through these issues live face-to-face. Thank you for that advice, Mark. Mark Crocker can be contacted via his website at stmleader.com. STM Leader is all one word. STM stands for Short-Term Mission. You can also get the links to Mark's website and articles through our show notes at qt4cm.org. We would like to thank the sponsor of this podcast, the Great Commission Foundation. The Great Commission Foundation provides financial management and administrative services to ministries and handles charity donation receipting and government compliance in both the United States and Canada. You're listening to our last episode of the year. We will be taking a break over Christmas holidays and resume our quick tips for Christian ministry podcast in the new year. Until next time, be encouraged. God is with us. Serve with joy. Serve with joy.